T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joining us on the show right now, University of Miami defensive backs coach, uh, secondary coach, Travaris Robinson to join us, Coach T-Rob. T. Rob, welcome to our show. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being with us. Uh, well, I guess uh, we could start in a lot of different spots, but right at the top of my list would be, I, I suppose, the big challenge this week would be the aerial show of Sam Howell. Your thoughts on how you slow him down, and then they've got that little guy, number 11, Josh Downs. He gets into the mix as well, and, and things get a little tricky. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, they have a really talented offensive football team, um, obviously led by um, Howell. He's done a great job. He, he's, he's fast, he's big, and he got a great arm. And he can throw the intermediate routes. He can throw the ball down the field as well, and they're explosive offense. Um, we have to do some different things to those guys, especially with all the RPO, the run-pass option that they possess. Um, we have to do a really good job of just you know playing some man-to-man, playing some zone, being able to switch it in and out and then doing some various different things versus the RPOs to have guys in the windows because they're reading us coming up for the run. Obviously, we've we got to stop the run. You know, based off the game last year, we got to do a much better job of that, and we will. And um, we got to do a great job in the secondary of, of controlling the RPO game and, and then getting in the runs after the ball is handed. Coach, also you've got Sam Howell, one of the, the best quarterbacks in the country every year he's been in college. How, how do you control – the aspect right now that seems to be working best for him is, is his run game. He's really That's turned right. into quite a runner. Yeah, he, he, he's strong. Um, he, he, he don't slide frequently. Um, he will do it some, but for the most part, he's breaking tackles. And, and when the play is not, is not developed and he see that he, he, he ain't have a throw that he likes, I mean, he scrambles and he'll scramble well. And we got to do a great job on versus the spread sets when they open it up in four wide receiver sets. Uh, of doing a great job of mixing it up for some of the draw game and the stuff that they're calling for him. But, you know, for more than that, it's just it's more of the the the, the runs that's happening that, that that's, he's just kind of just, just making it happen, and he's doing a great job of that. So we got to um, definitely tackle um, and, and do a great job on him. In your, uh, in your deep secondary, you have veterans, Bubba Bolden, Gervin Hall. Then you've had the young guys, Cam Kitchens and James Williams, how are how are those four guys interacting? What, what kind of progress do you see in your deep secondary? I'll tell you what, they're, they're starting to play um, with more technique. Um, they're doing some things better. Um, the young guys, um, they're coming along, and, and we're creating different packages for those guys to play more. Um, you watched the last ball game we were in against Virginia. We played a lot of nickel where we moved Durbin down to some nickel, and that put those guys in the game a little bit more. And then we get into our third down package 
you know, both of those guys are on the field at the same time. So all of those guys are out there, which is which is always good. Um, but they're 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 constantly getting better every day, um, and it starts with practice. Um, they're doing the little things right, and, and they're pushing those guys. And, and the better they play, the better they practice, the more they'll play. And um, I'm excited about those guys, and, and with the older guys, with Gervin and, and, and Bubba, uh, those guys' technique is really improving throughout the course of the year. Um, obviously, we got seven weeks left, and um, like I told our guys today, you know, we we we're starting our season over. And I know the first four games didn't go, four five four or five games didn't go like we we planned them to go. Um, but at the end of the day, we can't worry about that anymore. We need to to to, to do what we need to do to get improved uh, and play better. And that started on the bye week. And um, I, I think those guys did a really good job of coming to work and, and, and working on the things that, that, that we wasn't doing well. And I think that that will show up on Saturday. Coach, let's go back to coming to work. Coach Diaz talked to Joe and I uh, earlier and he, he mentioned the fact that the off week was about work, was going to work, and he said that he, he stressed this football team. He put them to work and, and, and ran them and conditioned them and practiced them, and everybody bought in. He really did. He really did. At first, you know, it was a little, a little drawback. <laughs> uh, practice, was, practice was very difficult. It was very hot on Green Tree, and, and those guys, was, we did a couple of live periods. We did a couple of little things like that to, to really focus on tackling. Um, we talked about turnovers, and then from the mental part, we went back and watched all our explosive plays, and um, I think that was kind of the, the the message. You know, let's watch our explosive plays and let's see why our explosive plays happen. And what it came down to, a little bit of communication, but for the most part, it was leveraging and tackling. We had guys in the right spot, and, and we weren't doing a good job of attacking the ball, going vertical, and making the plays that we needed to make. Um, and then the next thing, we have to create more turnovers. For us to be a really good football team, we, we have to put our offense in advantageous positions, and we got to do a better job of that. And that's the primary focus, tackling and, and, and getting the ball back to our offense and putting them on the field in, in great situations that they, they, they can do what they need to do. Now, I would present this into a discussion. It's more of a discussion than question, uh, T-Rob, and that would be I think that sometimes uh, turnovers or takeaways, tackling, all those things become contagious either way. If you're not right. tackling well, everybody doesn't tackle well. If you're not getting turnovers the other night, big play goes right through the hands of Marcus Clark, ends up in the lap of, of the Virginia wide receiver. Well, that's what happens if you don't right. capitalize. On the other hand, sometimes it's a feeding frenzy, and it takes one or two guys maybe to ignite the fuse where everybody all of a sudden believes, yeah, I'm getting a guy on the ground, or I, the ball's in the air, and I'm going to get it. That's right. Well, we need some of that juju early in the ball game. We need a turnover <laughs> and some great tackling. So sprinkle that on top of the old canes, and, and we'll be just fine. Like I told our guys, man, as a defensive coach, um, I've always said this, especially being a defensive back guy, and that's kind of my emphasis wherever I've been, is, is this. You know, we don't play bad when we off the field. And the only way to get off the field we got to do a great job of tackling, and we have to create turnovers. It's very important. And um, those, the, the, those are the message for our football team, and, and I think they heard it loud and clear. I thought Coach Diaz did a, a marvelous job of implementing some new different things for our guys, whether it was competition versus the offense. We didn't do a lot of scout team stuff during the bye week. We were more focused on us, and that was the message to the guys. And it's a new season, and we're starting over, and we got a seven-game stretch that, that we're more than capable of winning. 
and, and, and we need to go out and, and get it done. And at the end of the day, we have to make the plays that we're supposed to make, and, and we'll be just fine if we do that. When you uh, when you guys went back and did the autopsy on the missed tackling, was it more missed tackles? Was it more technique or guys going for the kill shot? What, what, what ultimately did you come down to and look at and say, okay, here is yeah. the most specific reason? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was it's a little bit of both, to be honest with you. I thought some of the things we were doing, we, we wasn't rapping. We were trying to, you know, throw our body in there and make the big hit, and we wasn't wrapping guys up. So that's a technique issue. And then I thought it was more of a trust issue. Like when you look at some of the tackles that we missed, the leverage of the play, whether the corner stick his head inside or whatever the case may be, someone stick their head out of a gap. Well, now the angles change. So when a guy's running and he got to switch his angle, now the technique and where his aiming point and where his leverage and all that stuff comes into discussion. So we got to do a better job of, number one, trusting and understand that our teammate's going to do his job. And then in that case, you do your job, and then the job will get done. So I think it, it, it was both, and I thought it was really good for us to watch together as a unit as opposed separately as defensive backs, linebackers, or D-line. It was, okay, guys, it's coming from every every level of our defense. We're doing some of the same things. So we need to correct those things, and if we correct those things, then everything else will take care of itself. So I thought our guys realized that and, and, and hope to God it worked. And we'd be a great tackling football team moving forward because if you can read the messages on my Twitter, (laughs) I'm sure I don't want to hear those anymore. (laughs) Coach, give us – you see him more than anybody. Give us a a, a picture of Van Dyke, Tyler Van Dyke. What's he bring to the table as a quarterback? Yeah, I think he's a big guy who who has deceiving speed. He has a big arm. And, and he's getting confidence. And I think that's the thing, especially as a young player who hadn't been out there a lot um, and probably didn't think at the beginning of the season he'll be out there playing as much as he's playing now, right. um, is the confidence factor. And I think, you know, the better he plays, the more our team supports him and around him. I think those are things that he needs. And I think he's starting to feel that way like it's his football team. And, and, and this is what we're asking you to do. And this is what we need you to do. And I think he's doing a great job of, of understanding that now and, and I hope he plays plays really well down the stretch because we sure are going to need him to. Speaking of big, I'm always fascinated by players like uh, that are built like J- James Williams. So, do you think if you project, he is going to be more like Steve Atwater, who would be in my era, mm-hmm. or is it Isaiah? Like Isaiah Simmons, who I guess played for Clemson mm-hmm. a couple years ago, who you probably mm-hmm. saw when you were at South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, are those favorable comparisons? Yeah, I would say, I mean, James is a big guy, but he, he, he can run and he can change directions um, pretty good for a guy that size. Um, so he's a, a specimen of guy. Um, and the thing about James, the people, he's really intelligent. Yeah. And um, and he's able to grasp concepts and pick up things um, a lot faster than a lot of freshmen that I've coached in the past were able to do. Um, but I'm excited about James. And obviously he got a long way to go and he got a lot of football all right, to get better. But I think every day he's making improvements, um, whether it be in meeting, whether it be out on the practice field, and then hopefully that carry over to the ball game if he's continuing. But, you know, James, he's been in some situations that I talked to him about. You know, you got to make, make some of those plays that they're right there that he can make, and he's more than capable of making. And, again, just like Tyler Van Dyke, it's the um, confidence thing. The more he does it, the more he gets that opportunity, the better he'll play. You know, he's playing a lot right now, and, and that'll continue if he continues to do what he's doing. 
and um, we'll continue to, 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 to get better. Coach, give us a big picture here. I, Joe and I were talking uh, earlier in the show about, you know, I was watching Arkansas Ole Miss over the weekend, and mm-hmm. I was I just I, I wanted to watch it for five minutes. I ended up down near watching the whole thing, just mesmerized mm-hmm. by the talent. Now you spent a lot of time in the Southeastern Conference, but mm-hmm. you know when you, when you're doing our job or you get in a conference and that's all you watch, you mm-hmm. sometimes forget how much talent there is and how good a football there is being played all over this country. Mm-hmm. Tell us about yeah. the Southeastern Conference or t- the ACC and how they compare. Yeah, I, you know, from a player standpoint, I, I, I don't know if the comparison is that far off, to be honest with you. I think maybe up front, probably a little bigger on the D-line and O-line, mm-hmm. um, so on the line of scrimmage. But, you know, from a skill position-wise, I mean, uh, there's some, it's some nice receivers in our league. There's some nice quarterbacks in our league. There's some nice DBs in our league some nice backers in our league. But, you know, probably from a defensive line perspective, maybe a little more girth and, and a different style of football, which that's changing a little bit in the Southeastern Conference. That's why you see so many points being scored again. Um, so, but, but no, I, I hadn't seen just a distinct difference that I would just look at and say, you know, this is inferior or, 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 or to one or another. I, I would think it's, it's close to the same. I think, uh, you know, when you dive into that recruiting world and take a look at the conferences, a couple things have helped – uh, the South would be geography. More people mm-hmm. have moved into the South. More That's football right. being played in the South. Mm-hmm. And football is being played 12 months out of the year. That's you know, right. 15, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you played football and you ran track. That's right. Now you're playing football and you get done, you're playing seven on seven for somebody. <laughs> That's playing, right. And I think for, for that reason, different areas have, are catching up. And I think there's great football – well, you were, you know, in the South there, coach South Carolina, Georgia, the, a lot of good recruiting going on there. Florida, mm-hmm. obviously. Texas got wonderful seven-on-seven. Seven, but I think those two things, would I be going down the right path? Yeah, I, 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 I would say that's true. I mean, I think at the skill position, you know, they get more opportunities than what has been in the past. So definitely in that regard. But then I think, you know, just the landscape of football, you know, with guys not playing – other sports with guys only playing seven on seven and not doing anything during the summer other than that I, I, you know it's not as physical as it used to be either no so you can look at it from uh you know from that perspective of yeah probably the guys on the outside probably a little more time to a little more developed at this point in their career but you know on the inside you know because of all the different things that's going on the physicality of the football game done kind of went down a little bit all right, we're going to let you go get back to the chalkboard. Last thing for you, uh, just another final overview, a couple of keys uh, for Miami to come out of this game on Saturday with a W. Yeah, I think the, the number one key is, 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 is turnovers. I think we got, we got to create three turnovers in this ball game, um, and, and that needs to be something that we have to do. I think limit the explosive plays. You look at the game last year, I want to say we had 18 explosive plays against us um, to our seven explosive plays against them. Um, we have to win the explosive, explosive play, and we need to make a bang-bang play on special teams. I think that's going to be, you know, the key, whether it's knocking the ball off a punt return or whether it's him just dropping it and we getting it. But we have to create an extra possession or something on special teams, whether it's a punt return by Tyreek, whatever the case may be. Um, we have to do something like that in the ball game um, to get some, some momentum out on the road and do some different things to calm their crowd down. Very good. Coach, thanks uh, Thanks for being with us. You've been a, a great guest. Uh, thank you. Best of luck on Saturday. 
Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate it anytime. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Travaris Robinson joining us. Coach T-Rob here on the show. Did a great job. When we come back, Corey Flagg will join us. Yeah, special teams touchdown would do wonders. Go ask or Alabama. <laughs> so Alabama got one, and then they gave one right back. They got a blocked punt for a touchdown, and then on the ensuing kickoff, uh, some guy named Flash Gordon <laughs> went 100 yards in a blink of an eye. Before we before we break, Joe, what do you think about Texas A&M being fined $100,000 for all for, for it? For the hundred thousand, or all for rushing on the field? Uh, all for rushing on the field. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was spectacular. I, I love the the uh, Penn State Iowa. Deal. Yeah, that I was, thought it was spectacular. It was beautiful. Uh, yeah. Miami's going to Texas A and M next year. And Clemson. We were there a couple of years ago, <laughs> and they handed out a sheet, piece of paper that says, uh, "Don't worry, don't be concerned. The press box is going to sway. Everything's going to be okay." All right, thank you. Appreciate that. Okay, Corey Flagg joins us when we come back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.